Tagaloa, Tapasoa, Tagaloa, Tapasoa, Tagaloa, Tapasoa. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the podcast of Act 4. By the way, this is our season final. We're going to have season 2 soon. Next semester. Yes, next semester. So this is our final episode for this semester. Sorry, I haven't posted. We had finals and performances to do. Yep, so, so we were all busy. My name is Michael Moya. My name is Drew Brown, and we have two guests. I'm Boston Smith. I'm Katie Ray. <laughs> Hello, guys. Uh, tell tell us about you guys yourself. Let's start off with Boston. Um, I'm not new to the world of podcasts. I have a podcast called We Think We Can Funny. That we suggest every single episode at the end. Oh, <laughs> my, you do that. Yes. Oh. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, yeah, uh, so that's that's a fun time. Um, I, I'm all, I also have a YouTube channel. Follow me on Twitter at Bostonian Posts. And follow me on YouTube at Bostonian Presents. Uh, yeah. Okay, and Katie, what about you? Oh, jeez. Well, I am brand new to the podcast world, so yay for that. And Ooh. I'm not as cool as Boston, so... <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Here's my Boston. <laughs> <laughs> um, Can I just say really fast? Yeah. yeah. Tagaloa Tapasoa is hard to say. I said Tapaloa Tagasoa. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> Tapaloa Tagusawa? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so Sorry, Tag. We love you. Our first topic will be something that three of us have been involved in All right, and so one of us has watched. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street yeah. and our experiences. Let's start with the... Let, let's, let's talk about the audience member here. So what do you think about it? I thought it was a really good musical. I mean, it's it takes a unique... Uh, it takes a, like a, a unique approach to a musical. So like you know how, um, like you know how musicals like are set in their own world, mm-hmm. and there's like a whole like plot going on. But for this one, like it's a radio show musical, so it's set up differently. The actors interact a little bit more with the audience, and and like you know there's microphones, there's announcers. It's I thought it was pretty impressive how the whole entire show was put into that kind of perspective and like that kind of world. And I thought everyone did a really good job on on uh, portraying the story on stage and I thought the realism was, was pretty good. Like even though like it it took place at a radio station mm-hmm. the whole entire time. So I'd give it a I give it an eight out of ten, really. Awesome. By the way, how was the acting between me and Boston? Pretty good. <laughs> who was better? Yeah. Who was, who no, was no. better? The funny character actor or the, the very lame Okay. Boston. No, yeah, it was no, Boston. No, don't tell us that. Alfred the Elf? I know I liked it. I liked this child character a lot more. Okay. <laughs> and like you changing Which characters one, between though? the child the, actor. The, the Thomas Mara Jr. Ah, yeah. Thomas Mortimer Mara was Jr. fun though too. I love playing a kid with ADHD. <laughs> Say isn't, that. Isn't that no, like, that's that's my interpretation of that. Okay. I was constantly going. I was constantly off the walls. That was on purpose. <laughs> okay, um, so on opening night, when you um when you, when you had your first scene with Alfred, did you hear Andy laughing? Oh yes, <laughs> Andy is one of those laughs that you can hear from the back of the theater. Yeah, and you just know it's him. I'm sure okay. people on this podcast know who Andy is. Yeah, I I still don't know Andy's laugh that well. I can only think of my high school uh, high school theater teacher's laugh, which is the most recognizable laugh ever. And I just hear in the background. No, not in this play, but like I can I can imagine this every single time. Ah! In the back. That's his laugh. That was my drama teacher's laugh well, in high school. I, uh, <laughs> because his I, voice was super nerdy and high. I've worked with Andy for the uh, year for year. Uh, 
three semesters, and also la first semester of last year, I I was in a show, Measure for Measure, and I played the comic relief, pretty, one of the comic reliefs. So I pretty much, and I've heard Andy laugh a lot, <laughs> the point where I can pretty much pick it out. <laughs> All right. And it's a very you know, loud. It started voice. during Pride and Prejudice when I could like recognize <laughs> Andy's laugh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Same. no, I'm like, there's Andy. He's, uh, he's one of those people that has a very, like, you, if you, you can tell he's in the audience just mm -hmm. from his laugh. Okay. Yeah. Or just anywhere, really. Oh, yeah. Even at the LTI performance. That's, oh, yeah. yeah. The LTI performance. That was the hardest. You hear him from up in the tech booth, and I'm like, there's Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Especially that one night where Trinity came in, and she was like, I'm, I'm the, the Holy Trinity. Trinity. And you just see him, get up, see him get up from his seat. Get up from his seat and just die. Just <laughs> okay, Katie, being a stage group person, what do you think about um, the miracle? Uh, it was really interesting because, you know, it was my first time as, like, a tech person for a show. And it was really cool to see, like, the growth, not even just as the actors, like, you guys getting better in things, but, like, it was, like, the character development for two different characters, at least, you know, like, mm. and for some even more than that, you know, like, Boston played, I don't even know how many, it was a lot. I didn't count. <laughs> but, you know, like, it was really interesting, and, like, you know, because, like, sitting there during the rehearsals and watching, you know, like, um, McKinley would be like, hey, today we're working on, you know, like, your... Uh, radio characters and then tomorrow we're gonna do those you know like the actual miracle characters mm -hmm. but then at the end it was really fun to see like how they actually played together mm -hmm. and how you saw the character that you created in the very beginning you don't see that often like peek through in the other like in the characters they're playing mm -hmm. and so that was really cool and i loved watching that another thing that i loved was when you guys were in your chairs like you acted as like the radio characters yeah, yeah. like uh grady, grady williams, williams mm -hmm. and wallace, wallace Ainsley. Ainsley. yes i yeah. love the announcer yeah like, i just end with his romance thing with cordelia, cordelia. yeah yeah i yeah. love that just to catch up the viewers at home should we tell them who we played all right so we're going to be talking about our experiences now as the actors since we did audience oh, tech well, all i didn't stuff. know if they were done or not uh, well i was going to say that this is the perfect timing <laughs> I, I think katie are you but so Hello, my name is Michael Moore, and I played Grady Williams playing as Fred Gailey and Boston, uh, Boston Smith playing Wallace Ainsley as a male character actor. What we mean when we say like uh, Wallace Ainsley as male character actor, it was like we were playing the ensemble roles, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, like we were playing actors who were playing characters. It was so we were like transporting back to the 1950s. It's this is these actors putting on a radio show mm -hmm. of Miracle on 34th Street. That's the that's the whole concept of the show, so it's yeah. it's one of those plays within a play sort of thing. Yes, um, with your character, how how did you figure out your Wallace character? What what was Wallace for you? Wallace was very interesting because it was like I had to take everything from my one line at the very beginning of the show. Call me Wally, folks. My is just me. Are you hot in here? It's definitely me. That's the only line I get as Wallace. Mm -hmm. Aside you from you said like, that directly to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I made sure I did that. Um, but that was like the, uh, the only line, aside from singing parts, it's the only line I got. So, I mean, like, um, and so I had to just build that from there. And I think I kind of based it a little bit off myself, too. Mm -hmm. I combined myself at LTI, uh, plus Jim Carrey. Mm. Nice. That's nice. For Grady Williams, I, uh, I took some inspiration from, um, from what's that movie? What's my favorite movie? Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, with the main character that who Leonardo DiCaprio. So like in the yeah, around this time, Rick Dalton. Uh, yeah, Rick Dalton. Around this time, actors who played a lot in westerns were slowly losing inside the market because 
that was not popular anymore. Yeah. So my character is just an, was an alcoholic trying to get rid of, you know, all the problems, all that stuff. So this show was his last chance to be whatever he mm-hmm. wanted to be. So throughout the whole entire play, you see him starting learning some stuff throughout the play and stop drinking his flat from his flask and start drinking from the water bottle and all that stuff. Yeah, I noticed that. Mm-hmm. So that and that was fun. And like how McKin at the beginning, McKinley's like, "Can you play like very drunk?" I was like, "I can," but what's the happy ending for uh, Grady Williams? And she's like, "You're you're right." what would be the happy ending? I was like, I think just getting out of being out, like being an alcoholic. And she, she was like, good idea. So yeah. Yeah. Really good. That, that was for Grady. But like, what, how, what was your experience for like the whole show? Uh, the whole, this is one of the, it was a very interesting show to be a part of because I don't think I've been as close to a cast as this as I've been for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a very, Interesting experience because I've never done a play like this where you play so many different characters and you have to swap back and forth so frequently. So fast too. Yeah. Playing a male character actor, you have to like I'm going literally from one second I am I am a lawyer, and the next second I am his son. <laughs> I am my own father and I am my son. <laughs> and Alina was my mother and my wife. <laughs> okay, Oedipus, calm down. <laughs> it was, but like, it, literally within a second, and like, Salem also had this, like, within a second, you had to switch it back and forth to these two characters. Like, uh, Salem had, like, he's Mr. Macy one second and then Mr. Gimble the next. And the judge as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have, and then you have these characters, and then you go back to your uh, studio characters, mm-hmm. radio show characters. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very cool, uh, and something I was thinking about is probably one of the more realistic musicals actually out there because they're not there. There's a reason they're breaking out in song. They're singing music on the show. Mm-hmm. They're actually singing songs that exist that they're mm-hmm. conscious of. That yeah, they know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, I was like, huh, that's interesting. You know what I liked as well? Mistakes that we did that no one noticed. Yeah, well, like skipping an entire oh scene. Yeah, boss. Yeah. Skipping so an entire bad. scene. You know, I have no room to talk because during rehearsal, I skipped a whole entire scene as well. Yeah. So. Well, also, like, you want to know. Also, like, uh, well, like, I said the line, but you didn't even say the line that came after that line. You didn't even say the right line after that. Wait, wait which one? It was, I was like, uh, he keeps representing and presenting... Uh, personal opinion is evidence, da da da, and then you like the line you said after that didn't even come after the line. <laughs> so I was like, I don't, I mean, like, yeah, it was my fault. I should have said the right line. I, I don't remember if I said the yeah. wrong line or not. I can't remember. We went into Tommy Mara, yeah, which like doesn't come after. The I, line. I know, uh, <laughs> oh, whatever. I, I panicked, I panicked for a bit. I said my final line, as in, can you prove there isn't any? And that was like my final line for the scenes. So I'm like, I'm resting, and then you both stared at me after your like discussion. I was like, um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was it, most. It felt like it was like part of the story, you know. Yeah. It was mostly yeah. on me for saying that wrong line and then sending everyone into a panic. Uh, and then I didn't even notice it was the wrong line until after I sat down. I was like, "Oh, I'm the asshole." I, I, I was sitting down. And I was like, "What did I miss?" They both yeah. stared at me. Um, but what gave me a heart attack though was Hannah. Like she was. She was saying the wrong lines by accident, and like she couldn't speak for a bit, so she 
thought to herself, no, you're doing it wrong. But she yelled out no on stage. And we both were both on there. We both we both stared at each other shocked because she tried to say no inside her head, but she just said no out loud. And it was during the breakup scene. And we both (laughs) stared at each other. And I was like, okay, what's my next line that can go that can fit with no. And I was like, one of my last lines, darling. Wow. <laughs> but still, it was like, an interesting. It kind, of, it kind of like felt like it was part yeah. of the scene. It was an interesting then, opening I night. I watched it on Friday night, and then it made a lot more sense. The thing is, uh, the scene we skipped was the one I was doing an Irish accent. Uh, Andy didn't oh, get to see me doing an Irish accent. Well, he so... saw it during rehearsal. No, he came. Oh. He came the night I wasn't there. Yeah, oh. and he came up to me and he was like. I could have sworn you were Boston, and I was like, I try. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did he stay the whole entire time on opening night? Yeah, he complimented me on on doing some good character work. He, oh, okay. he I That's remember, good. I remember during one of the rehearsals, um, I was not on my A game of singing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I did not take out phlegm from my throat. Yeah, and I was just like tired, and I could not sing perf- on pitch perfect. Mm-hmm. And Andy comes over to the dressing room giving people compliments, and he looks at me. He's like, "Michael, fix your singing," and he just stares at me. And I was staring back at him, and I was like, I didn't know what to do. We we're both staring at each other until Warren like broke the tension and said, "Andy, you have beautiful eyes." <laughs> <laughs> Andy, can what did Andy, say? Andy can be very intimidating when he wants to be. Ooh, yes. I was just staring back at him. He was like, if I break eye contact, he wins. Let's do this. And, um, and. Oh, I have an experience with Andy being very intimidating. But. Wait, oh, if I can that, share that one time. Wait, mention the time okay. uh, when we were in that room for Pride and Prejudice and he told you to change your Wait, can I finish this? Because a little bit fat. Well, oh, yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but so. Uh, we the, all the time. Before. The night that he came on opening night, I was. I, I, I fixed my singing and he was like, you did very great, Michael. And I was like. <sighs> anyway, now you can go. I, love I was just going to say, uh, I took script analysis first semester uh, here at Snow. Last Same. Year. Wow. Um, I took it last year, first semester. It's the only semester it's offered is fall semester. But uh, he, uh, there was a time when not many people in the class got the reading done. And so, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I know, crazy, right? College students who don't get the reading done. Um, was it the new the book of backwards and backwards forwards? Backwards and forwards, yeah. Oh. No, there was okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he, uh, it got, uh, and he was like, um, where if you don't read this, if you don't read this chapter by next time, I'm going to give you guys a test. But then he, but then That's he, what he sa- said, but then he said, uh, or I, I will look each of you in the eye and say, I'm disappointed in you. Oh, I would have rathered a test. Yeah. I I have with him saying that oh, in the dressing room to me. I I feel like a test would be better because I just like it, like Andy's so nice, supportive until he says something like that to you and stares you down and you're honestly, just like, yeah, no, honestly not, if he says like genuine like he's disappointed in you that that scares the crap oh, out of He you. got us I to read the chapter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, like like did he like say it very seriously? I will look each of you in the eye and I will say I am very disappointed. Pretty much, yeah. I hope. Wait, hold on. Was Josh there? I know he wasn't there at closing night, but was Josh there um, on Friday? I'm not sure. I don't think he was. No, he was. He was. He was, he there, was there on Friday. The, he was there for the cast party. Yeah, he was there. I don't know if he was there for the performance. But yeah, I think he was there for the performance. I think I saw him there. But I think our last two nights were our best performances. Absolutely. I think so yes. too. Um, gosh. I remember, I remember on Thursday night, or second to last night. No, Friday night. Why am I thinking Thursday? Sorry. Um, 
referring one one of my solo songs, uh, "Don't Let Us Down." There was a little there was a little kid out in the sidelines, oh, yeah. my symphony's little brother. Yeah, and I went up to him and I went on my knee and started singing right right next to him and using him as an example. Oh. Mm-hmm. But apparently he was red in the face right after yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> and like he didn't want to be seen, so he was like hiding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, the closing night, my best friend was sitting there from Tuella, so I wow. used him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's so awesome. I love when that happens. But, but I've had, oh, sorry, go ahead. At the cast party, Josh was like, you know what, I love that moment, Michael, like, where you were, like, totally in the moment with those kids, and then Sif, and then Sif was like, no, we planned that, actually. Wow. He was like, okay, cool. Um, uh, just, I, I love being a part of I remember Josh telling me that. Did Josh say that? Yeah, Josh said that at the cast party. I don't remember Josh don't, at the cast party. You I don't either. Josh was at the it's cast party. It's because you were super He late. left, oh, he yeah. left really early. Okay. You had to get uh, that down. He showed up, Josh. he dropped off his white elephant gift, and then he left. Okay, because I was like, I don't remember Josh saying anything about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, You took your time. It. Yeah, I did take my time. There. Um, this, this has been a really fun show to be part of, yes. but it was also really stressful. Yeah. Because mm. I left for a week. Uh, missed three rehearsals. Trust me, that was stressful for all of us. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> it was terrifying. But it was stressful for me because I was like, I'm coming back, I have to be on my A game because I'm going to let everyone down if I don't. We open don't tomorrow. Don't let us down. Don't let us and down. so I was sitting there like on the plane ride back, listening to headline news over and over <laughs> and over again. But hey, you came back and like all of your lines were spot on and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm so proud of him. <laughs> You did um, great, Boston. Yeah, you did, you did very great. great. Yeah, I, I'm really proud of what happened. Um, I think I think this play has been the play where it proved my acting a lot because I never had you know bigger opportunities to prove my acting a lot, including you know some guys and dolls. I was only on stage for like twice, mm-hmm. <laughs> beginning yeah. and the end. And um, well, uh, for like many years, I've been trying to get my stepfather to like. Um, not he appreciates what I do. Uh, he, I try to gain more respect from him for my acting. He, I've gained a little bit of respect from him from like different plays and all stuff. And I've seen like his proudness. His he was proud of me uh, closing night, and I just bawled my eyes out because I've been working so hard to try to prove that I'm a good actor to him. Yeah. Uh, but he's not. He's not like an actor type of guy. He's a more of a football type of sport mm-hmm. guy. So he yeah. likes it when I train so hard to do something. Mm-hmm. So he, I was crying so much because I actually proved myself. That's awesome. And then Michaela made me cry a little bit more because she's like, Michael, you deserve this. I was like, I can't. And <laughs> just started crying even more. But that that was my closing night. <laughs> That's awesome, Michael. I'm proud of you, man. Okay, uh, Drew, what is the next topic? All right, our next topic for this podcast is our favorite Christmas movies and why. Because, you know, it's Christmas season. You know, I'm going to say, for me, you know, Green Book will be my favorite Christmas movie. The reason why I say that is because it takes place in Christmas at one scene. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. The final scene, it's Christmas. So you I was watched like, it? Yeah, I have I've watched it. Another topic for another episode. Yes, but we have to do it for our film club to talk about That's it. That's true, yeah. Yes, because we have to analyze all that stuff. Yeah. What about you, Bostonian posts? Um, I love those Rankin Bass Christmas specials. I'm trying to find where to stream those, because I can't. Um, but my favorite, I think, is Year Without a Santa Claus. I don't know if you guys have seen that one. With the Heat Miser and Snow Miser, specifically those guys. I love them. Nice. 
I, uh, that's the, but, uh, this isn't a movie, but it's probably one of my favorite Christmas specials. Uh, okay. it's, uh... The Mandalorian. Oh, <laughs> I haven't even seen The Mandalorian yet, no spoilers. Um, I love the Spongebob Christmas so special. Coming. Me too! I watched, I need to watch that again this year. Uh, I'm gonna start making it a tradition. Which one was it? Was it the one, like, at the end where you see an actual real-life Santa Claus? Yeah. Sl- okay, yes. It's the, one, it's the one where they're, like, shaping up to be a wonderful holiday. Yeah. Yes. I played that I song. That I played that song while I was decorating my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have your Halloween decorations up? Um, we still have the ghosts in the window, but that's it. Uh, I've noticed there's, like... <laughs> oh, they're still in Halloween. Okay. Boston, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this is off-topic, but, um... What was going on in, in the recital hall when you were with a stuffed animal? Oh, <laughs> what? wait, what? How do you, how do you know about that? Uh, <laughs> on Salem's story or Hannah's story, pretty sure. Um, so they're playing piano, and I was like, I'm going to do interpretive dance right now with this stuffed animal. Oh I don't know, they filmed that. <laughs> like, what what caused this? Um, it just, I had the, so we were doing pictures for LTI, mm-hmm. uh, Let Them Improvise. Oh, that picture of him with the oh teddy bear. <laughs> I uh, love your picture. That's the lamb. That's the, it's a stuffed lamb. Oh my gosh. Stuffed lamb. Um, I'm so but, freaking stoked for LTI auditions next semester. Me uh, too. I'm excited. Are you guys going to audition? Yes, yeah. I will be. Probably not. <laughs> I like watching You're it fine. more. I, I get that. I get I'll that. be there to support you guys. Okay. Aww. I'm I'm one of those guys who loves watching improv, but I would love, but I think I would much rather be acting it. Okay. Do you know who are going to be the captains next semester? Uh, I I haven't heard any different than the same ones that are there now. Okay. Mallory McKinley. Um, but uh, uh, what was going? Oh yeah, so we were doing pictures, and we were just waiting to go, uh, go in to take them in the recital hall, mm-hmm. and so uh, and people were playing music on the piano, and I was like, I'm just gonna do some interpretive dance with this stuffed animal I have. <laughs> That's pretty much all that went down. Okay, my There's first... There's not much more than that. <laughs> my first thought was that, oh wait, is this gonna be like a scene in the Miracle on 34th Street production? Oh no. <laughs> Tommy Mara with his, his I, stuffed animal. It's not the first time I've done that kind of thing, too. I've like, I love doing like, uh, like if I have a huge space uh, and I have a little stuffed animal, I'll like, Dance with it and I'll like create a story there. Alright, so where did we last left off for our favorite movies? Oh, yes, oh yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I think it's mine. My, my all time favorite Christmas movie is The Polar Express. <gasps> the Polar yes. Express. I watch that movie every single Christmas Eve night with my family, and it's Aww. been a tradition ever since I was in elementary school. And I'm looking forward to, that's to this season. One of, that's one of my, I don't. I completely forgot about that movie. That is one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. I have. Great memories of that movie. It's one of my favorite things to do during the holidays. Every single year in elementary school and junior high and Public high school. Hot chocolate. <laughs> yes, we all sat around and watched. We only did that once. Well, you know, uh, when I was in kindergarten. Oh. Um, when I was in kindergarten, uh-huh. we went to, my class went to see it in theaters. Went to see Polar Express in theaters. Oh, okay, old man. <laughs> it was cool because we got, we were able to go in our pajamas. We went on the bus and we got our tickets Tickets punched. 
and we and we went to the theater. It was this cool theater too. It was like this huge like uh, dome theater with like screens everywhere. Are you okay, Drew? <laughs> Drew's dying over there. I, I, I just remembered something. It was uh, like these Baby Yoda memes with like the the soup. Bowl. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then there was just there was this meme. So I had like I had like five Baby Yodas in a row, and it was like me and my class watching the Polar Express with, with hot chocolate. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> But like, um, Baby Yoda is taking over the world, oh, man. It's the only part of Mandalorian I know. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, the Mandalorian. I feel awesome. bad for Pedro Pascal, who plays the Mandalorian, because he's not he's not the star anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's Baby Yoda. But yeah, and like we did, we ended the day with uh, getting little bells. Wait, hold on. You said yeah, Pedro. Same. Pedro Pascal. <gasps> Oh my gosh, the first Hispanic Star Wars character ever. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. Representation never shows up. <laughs> well, 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 his childhood past memories. You see, I'm true. Yeah. But, okay. Anyway, sorry, Boston. That we. Oh, uh, yeah, and we, yeah, pajamas, the bus, going to see the movie, and it was really cool. Yeah, that's, that's the, mo- the movie's not even schools. like the best movie ever, but I still have those fond memories of it. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's kind of creepy. But actually. I just I just love the message of it, you know. Yeah. Kind of like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, you know. Yeah. It's Tom my, makes the movie. My my <laughs> roommate he does he makes stories and scripts and all that stuff just for fun, and he's dyslexic as well. Mm-hmm. Which I have a challenge for you guys after the podcast that we're going to be filming. If you guys want to join, it's actually going to be a very fun podcast, uh, not Ooh. podcast film mm-hmm. for a challenge. Um. So, <clears throat> he he was like. How Miracle on 34th Street represented at Christmas was more like a religion. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He's like, just imagine when you replace the word with Christmas, just imagine any religion. It mm-hmm. just sounds like you're just guys are just talking about a religion the whole entire time. Because Judaism is a state of mind. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Have faith in someone and you'll find. Bam. <laughs> All right, Katie, your turn. Oh, geez. It's hard to pick one because I just, I love Christmas, and Christmas movies are such a big part of my childhood. Um, I'd have to say, probably like my two favorite is, I like How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Which which one? There's yeah. three. The, the, there um, is three, I forgot. Yeah. Jim Carrey one. Okay. Jim, Jim Carrey one, yes. I really? love that one, yeah. I've never heard anyone it's, say that's their favorite. I love it. <laughs> you know who I could see as the Grinch in a live action reboot? Ryan Reynolds. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> that would be interesting. I think I can see it. I don't know. Yeah. Or Chris Pratt. I can I, see I can, possibly. I can kind of see that. One. I yeah. Uh, but my other one is Charlie Brown. Those ones because oh. we, every holiday my family either on it or like the day after we watch like the Charlie Brown like holiday things and it's been like we've That's done that ever awesome. since I was little you, and so I look forward to it every year. You know what my family always does every uh, Christmas? We watch Seven Brides of Seven Brothers and this was before I I played Seven Brides of Seven mm-hmm. Brothers and before auditioning a cappella version of Shush Aka Panic at the Disco my first audition song ever. Did you know that? Trying to hit that note. Did you know the Charlie Brown Christmas special actually almost didn't happen? Really? Yeah, it was like uh, there wasn't a, nobody really wanted it, and uh, like Charles Schultz hated jazz. Hated well, he hated that jazz was in the special. Oh, tag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You remember tag during uh, during rehearsals? He's like, I hate doing oh, this. Why is there so much jazz in this music? My brother, I was talking to my I was talking to my brother today. He was like, some of the chords were really cringy, and I'm like, yeah. 
<laughs> Tag, he was complaining the whole entire time. He's like, if this was regular Christmas music, I would have fun. But this is jazz. This is not fun. <laughs> I was like, you know yeah. what I picture you at that audition? <laughs> so you, you had earphones, right? Yeah. I had, not, okay. not AirPods? No, so you know like the, the Bluetooth thing can go around your neck? Yeah. And then you, yeah, I had that on. Okay, like were there volume uh, buttons no. on there? Okay. <laughs> because at this audition for Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, I could just picture you like, I don't know, holding a finger to your ear <laughs> and then like trying to hit that high note. Dang. Honestly, the bars okay. the bars ended right before the high note. So I was like, ha. Anyway. So you didn't sing it? I did not sing oh, it. You didn't sing the chorus I, I, I practiced the high note, but but, you couldn't. but it was already done by then. I was like, okay, good. Oh. <laughs> oh well. Maybe it's a good thing you did. All right. Our next topic is future movies we are excited for. Uh, so we have the film club that we always talk about our films here. We ha- we've watched Pulp Fiction a long time ago, but mm-hmm. I think it's out of it's not fresh in our memory anymore to even discuss about it. Yeah. But so, what movies that. would you guys want to see inside the film club? And let's start with someone that is a big movie fanatic like me, Boston. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, I saw Clue the other night. That's a good movie. I would love to see that again. In the- oh my gosh! Yeah, I think that's I think that's do whole club worthy. Do a whole analysis on that basically. On Clue, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I like I said, I saw it the other night. It's and I just f- forgot how good it is. I love Clue. It is it's such a funny so movie. Just, especially the cast. On the, I mean, we could talk about it more later, but like mm. the cast on it is really cool. There's another movie that's kind of like a mystery that I want to see. I haven't seen, but it's called Knives Out. It's oh, in I theaters see right now. With Daniel Craig and Chris Evans. Yeah, I want to see oh, that. Yeah. All-star cast. Frank Oz is in that. Uh, uh, he was uh, in part of the Muppets. Uh, Miss Piggy. We, we've just got, I think we've discussed directed, this. Uh, You'd like direct a Little Shop of Horrors, which would be another good movie. Um, I think a live action one, Little Shop of Horrors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a movie. Oh yeah, that's right in the nineteen something. Nineteen eighties, yeah. Okay. Drew and I, I think we discussed this last uh, podcast, but I think the golden age of film is coming back soon because next year's films are more thriller storytellers. Mm-hmm. So. If storyteller movies come back out, then it's going to be the golden age of film, and I'm going to be so happy, and I'm yep. going to go to the movie theater, like, every single week. I'm <laughs> like, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, like, the thing about, like, Knives Out and Clue, I want to write a movie like that. Yeah. I want to write those, like, ensemble comedy mystery movies. Mm-hmm. I want to write an ensemble comedy mm-hmm. movie. Right. Yeah, I feel like those movies are, like, like, they have really high expectations, but, like, most of them just, like, bomb for some reason. Yeah. All right, Drew? Um, you know... A Netflix original is coming out very soon. It's called... It has Ryan Reynolds in it. It's called The Six Underground. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an ensemble movie, but like it's kind of focused more on Ryan Reynolds. It's um, it's a spy movie, and it's about these people who like give up their names, and in exchange for their names, it's a number. Mm-hmm. So like one, like number one, number two, number three, and it's like a group that takes down the like terrorists and stuff. But it's supposed to be like a little bit of a comedy, too. So I'm super excited. Like I'm, I'm kind of surprised that that they transferred it to Netflix instead of making it, making it like a worldwide premiere. Um, mm. You know what uh, movie I hear is really good? It's on Netflix. Uh, the Irishman. Oh, I hear that's a really good. Movie. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, with Al Pacino and, and who else? Uh, oh, Robert De Niro. Yeah, um, I'm not a huge fan of like those type of movies Martin Scorsese and all that I never see The Godfather I guess that's maybe another one. <laughs> oh yeah yeah that would be a good one 
Um, Katie? Oh well, I'm not as big of like, a movie person as you guys. I'm, like, I enjoy watching them, but like, you know, like, I don't really keep up to date on them, I guess. But something that I know is out or like coming out soon is The Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I want to see that so bad. Mostly because I think that's right now. It's in the theaters right now. Yeah, I'm like, I want to watch it really bad because I've ever since, I've always loved kind of like the ones based on like a true story, something like Bohemian Rhapsody. I loved that movie because it was like, so it was just so creative, but still like stuck true to like Mm -hmm. his life and stuff like that. And so I just, I love movies like that. Yeah. So I really want to watch that one. You know, another movie that I am not going to be emotionally prepared for. And I have you. no. <laughs> I've literally watched all all the movies since I was a child. I I'm not ready for the final Star Wars movie coming out Jeez. in two weeks. No, yeah. Uh, literally, that's gonna be the that's gonna be the last one. And because doubt it. There's because been, in the future they're gonna have like the old. They're gonna try and get back the old Republic movies, but they're not gonna have a sequel for Rise of Skywalker. They, they'll possibly they're, they're just give to, them time they're going to I think they're waiting they're going to wait a while though yeah it's um, all about time money talks so. maybe it's just because I didn't grow up on Star Wars or anything I didn't watch it until maybe uh, like I can't remember when but I didn't grow up with it but uh, I'm not that excited for new Star Wars yeah same I, I'm excited for Mandalorian but that's I'm, it I'm gonna see it I'm mm. gonna see the new Star Wars. Me I already too. have tickets I'm, for opening night, so yeah. I I won't because I'm I'm gonna see cats. <laughs> oh probably, cats is gonna bomb. I'm probably actually I think it might do it 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 won't be the great. I don't think Taylor it's, Swift in it. I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna win any Oscars, but I think at the very least they'll make their money back. <laughs> at the very least, I'd they'll say break it's even. gonna at least get a sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. At the very least, they're gonna break even. Uh, Maybe even less. <laughs> but um, James Corden is gonna save that movie. Just watch. Uh, boys, I'm I'm I was gonna see Cats opening day, but I don't think I'm going to anymore because I want to see it with a friend who's not who's gonna be coming back from Disneyland the day opening day. <laughs> I know I'm a disappointment, but. Uh, <laughs> Follow um, me on Twitter. I've been counting down every day. <laughs> she has. Yeah. And you didn't you get tagged or like I, liked uh, by uh, the cats? Two times. The cats, mo- the cats movie Twitter liked my tweets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. And I've been trying, I've been trying for them to like him again, but they haven't. Oh. But let's see here. My the movie that I want to show you show the club mm-hmm. is called C- the, Cube. the Cube. And it's a it's a psychological uh, weird type of movie these guys wake up in a cube and really? yes wow isn't it <laughs> and these guys every single one of these characters have five different personality traits all either against each other or all complementing each other these there's i think five characters five characters with five different personalities for each which is a very cool little thing and mm-hmm. you can see that um these guys have to go from room to room inside this cube and try to find the way out. Each room could possibly contain a trap or be safe. You don't know which one is safe and which one you don't know which one is a trap. Now, there's a lot of secrets inside the movie Cube, so don't look up these secrets. I looked up the secrets mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Now, I'm going to watch, when I watch the Cube, I'm going to look at it now, and I just want to see your guys' opinions and see if you guys will catch what it is. But I'm tempted to buy the Cube and watch it. It's an old, old, old movie. So, but huh. the, but the Cube Two is a newer movie and it sucks because it just completely took the first movie and it's like okay we'll have five characters like the last movie, but every but everyone has one personality, 
And it's just like, oh, these characters are one-sided. Okay, well, I'm not watching this. But the reason why I was like, oh, look, it's five personalities. It's like almost like a cube, but we're missing one more side. But actually, no, never mind. No, yeah, we're missing yeah, one yeah. more side. Cube <laughs> six. Huh. Very interesting. It said it was made in 1997. Yeah. Well, it's not old, old, old. Yeah, comparing to Cube 2, though. But, like, they, they barely had special effects. When was Cube 2 made? Like, 2005. Hmm. And, like, they're trying to milk the money off the first one, and it's just, like, oh, yeah. flopped. So, that, that's a movie that I want to It's a show. drama mystery. Mm-hmm. An hour and 30 minutes. Wow. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. Our next topic is Joseph Auditions. Who's excited, for, who's excited for that? Raise your hand. Don't tell the audience. Okay. I, I'm not auditioning. <laughs> okay. Okay, Boston. I see how it is. Why are you not auditioning? Huh? Because I'm hoping to go to KCSTF, which is a, a theater competition, uh, for a play I wrote. Mm. Also, I'm do I'm gonna be part of a student directed uh, musical, student written and directed musical. Is I'm that sorry. from uh, our neighbor? Uh, yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, well, she didn't write it, but she's directing. Yes. Okay. Yes, she she asked me to audition, but I did not audition because mm. I forgot the time. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. But yeah, uh, so I'm gonna be doing that, mm-hmm. uh, and I. Yeah, just other reasons. Okay, and Katie, your turn. What about what do you think about Joseph's auditions? Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to audition. It's a little nerve wracking, I guess. I don't know, probably because I'm not the most confident <laughs> in my music abilities. I mean, like whatever, you know, I've had experience, but like, don't feel super strong. But, like, I'm excited because even if I don't get in the show, I know that I'm gonna be a part of the show, and like, I think it's gonna be a really fun one. So I'm really excited for the show. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I am super excited for this musical because um, uh, my, in my junior year we did it and it was a lot of fun. Mm. But um, I wanna, I wanna get like a bigger part, if that makes sense. So, mm. like, I wanna like try and aim to get a callback for Joseph. But I think in reality, since maybe like a music major will get the part, I think I wanna like be a brother, mm-hmm. the same as you, Michael. Yeah. But like the score and the story is like amazing. I love it. I've never done Joseph before. I haven't seen it before. I know. A sin. But um, I hope I get a brother. But I do hope I get Pharaoh. But that, I think you'd make a I pretty good Pharaoh. Pharaoh. I, I, I want to I be Pharaoh. But if that's what I'm shooting for, a callback. Like for you, for Joseph. But for mm-hmm. me, like a callback for Pharaoh would be awesome. But I, I, I want to be a brother. That's like my safety net of what I want. That that. Yeah. that that was like the highest role I planned to get when I first came to Snow College. Is like, okay, I'm gonna be a brother or Pharaoh, and that was the highest I was going for. Mm-hmm. I was hoping to be ensemble for like the last three shows. Yeah, well, look at you. He is Grady Williams. Grady Williams playing as Fred Gailey. Um, yeah. But so yeah, I hope I get a brother, and I also and Katie's like very, you know. Uh, unsupportive but supportive at the same time of this I'm growing out my beard oh, oh. <laughs> I think I'm going to do the same thing really I'm growing out my beard for I'm not going to shave show. for the spring semester same um, and I don't know if I should grow out my top head my head like my you hair you already know I'm in the process of doing you're already right doing now. that but <laughs> I don't know if I should grow this out or not I'm but like I'm getting mine cut over the, I'm getting mine cut over the break yeah I, I think I'm going to get mine cut soon but like into the hairstyle I like, the modern hairstyle I like, instead of this 1940s weird <laughs> comb, special comb I need to use. 
But yeah, I'm going to grow out my beard. And I think by the time I audition would be a bigger scruff, but not like a full-on beard. And I think by performance, it'll be a full-on beard. So. Are you watching Friends next door? Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen two episodes of Friends. I've not seen much I've more. Seen I've never seen Friends, but I've watched How I Met Your Mother. I yes. love How I Met Your Mother. Yes, me too. Neil Patrick Harris, Broadway well, legend. But and I've uh, I worked with the director of Joseph before. Um, I was in. He directed Christmas Carol last year. Oh. Um, cool. Uh, cool experience, I guess. Uh, I won't say much more than that on the podcast. Rattles. Um, so, what should we expect from his auditions? Um, I don't know, because uh, his auditions for Christmas Carol will probably be different than how it is for Joseph. Okay. What he did for Christmas Carol was he did cold reads for his audition. Like, he didn't even have us, like, he, he basically had two rounds of callbacks. The auditions were basically how callbacks go. Okay. He okay. has you read for a specific part. Um, and then he calls, and then after that night, he calls back specific people, but he doesn't call you back for a specific role. Okay. Um, I don't know how he's doing Joseph, because again, the thing is, like, we're not gonna have any cold reads, because like the whole entire show, you're just singing. Yeah, uh, you'll probably have cold reads with music, uh, but I mean, mm-hmm. that's not what they're called. Um, yeah, uh, but that's kind of how the auditions go. Sweet. That's I'm how actually... they work for Christmas Carol. I don't know how. Like I said, I don't know how. Singing Christmas carols. It'll be kind of interesting. I'm excited. I am super excited. Do you know what song you're going to be? Oh, you don't. I I'm, I already asked Hannah to help me out with that. Hannah is like my music like dealer, mm-hmm. like for um, auditions for auditions for um, miracle. Miracle, yeah. Oh, I did that show yesterday and I forgot the name. Um, Elm Street. Audition <laughs> Miracle on Elm Street. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> the Boston's joke, not stealing it. Um, giving him credit. But I, uh, I was just thinking, what song can I do for Miracle? And I asked Hannah, and she's like, do something jazzy. I was like, I have a couple of Frank Sinatra songs I'm afraid to do. And she's like, mm-hmm. do it. So I did a song that I failed for auditions for for um, for one of the plays. Curious? No. Not for I, I didn't sing for Curious, I sang for Miracle. Oh. Um, you didn't fail at your audition. No, 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 no. But I used that song before, and mm-hmm. I failed at it. I oh, forgot okay. the lyrics before, and then I was like, oh, I'm super nervous. I'm going to forget the lyrics this time. But I didn't forget the lyrics, and I liked it. Um, so. I was in the can same I, room. Can I share a story about Miracle really fast? Go ahead. I almost was not going to audition for Miracle. Really? Yeah. I was only going to audition for Curious. Um, and then I was very... It was a very high recommendation from both Andy and Josh that I auditioned for Miracle. I had no song prepared. I went in with the monologue, with the cut, uh, the cold read for mm-hmm. Curious. Curious. Yeah, for Ed. Mm-hmm. That was it. I didn't plan on auditioning for Miracle. Um, but I'm very glad that they told me to go in and do... They said, we're going to have you come back in and sing if you would like to audition for Miracle. I was like, sure. See what happens. And so I went in and I did it, and it was. I'm really glad I did. You know what they told me to do for auditions for Curious and uh, Miracle? Yeah. I was reading a cold read for Ed for Curious. Mm. By the way, our auditions were at the same exact time in the it same room. It was a dual audition. Yeah. It was a dual audition. But so I was reading for Ed, and there, and Josh and Andy looks at me and said, "Can you play Ed as Santa Claus?" I was like, <laughs> "Okay." And it's the scene where I'm yelling at Christopher. <laughs> so it's just like. 
You're a disappointment, child. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> that is basically Andy. Liter- yeah. Andy's literally Santa Claus that says you're a disappointment. <laughs> imagine, imagine Santa coming down the chimney, looking at you straight in the eye and saying, You have been super naughty. No, no, no. Just, oh my no, imagine, imagine Santa Claus come down the chimney, looks at you in the eye and say, You could have done better. And just leaves, and you just sit there like, oh. <laughs> but no, it's not Santa, it's Ken. <laughs> it's Ken. Oh, that would break my heart. That would. I freaking oh, Ken. love Ken. Ken is Santa. He's so Claus. sweet. Ken is the I'm real life Santa. Claus. Yeah. After the show, because we gave him, we gave him an, a card uh, uh, with all of us signing it and everything. Uh, and we and usually in the show, just for the viewers at home. Yeah. All right, uh, listeners at home. Uh, so, uh, we usually give him a letter, uh, that's, like, just got some other stuff written on it. But tonight, uh, not tonight, last night, we gave him a card with, uh, that we signed and everything. Um, and he was tearing up. I was the mole for that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, like, in the back of my mind, I was like, is he really Santa Claus? Is he crying because we figured it out? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But... Like yeah, he was like tearing up when he was reading the card. Like so, the the regular card is like uh, Mr. Kringle, I believe, blah blah blah. It's just like I think it was the lyrics. Yeah, it was the lyrics in the yeah, song. For, for the, one of the songs where she's writing the letter. So we usually give him that for the court scene. He looks at it. He's like, oh yes, this note. It's very good. Well, for like we, it was just like this note that we have. It says, we believe in you, and every, the whole cast signed it, and they gave it to me and said, Michael, you're the one that gives him the note, so switch out the note and give him the uh, thank you card. Aww. So I, so during the USPS song, I put the note that they gave me on stage into my coat pocket and reached into my back pocket and grabbed the other note uh, for the whole cast. And Ken didn't even see me do that. I was glad. <laughs> he, he said he always watches me. He's like, so I, I I gave it to him and I just the one night he doesn't watch you. <laughs> the one night he doesn't watch me. The and, one night it counts. And he, he was like explaining. He's like, wow, cardstock. I guess they didn't have the regular, um, the regular notes. So he opens it up and he's just like, he couldn't say his lines. He was so choked up. He was yeah. crying. Do you know how hard it is to remain to be a cold and bitter lawyer <laughs> when Santa <laughs> is crying? I was like, I'm not gonna cry too, but I. Smiling right now, and I can't. I me too. I couldn't even. I I I I look back at him a few times, I like, but I, I could not look at him. <laughs> I need. I, actually, I need I to hate this dude. I was like, down. I need to not care right now. Like I didn't need to hate him, but I needed to not care. Like I I, I was looking at you, and I was just like, I wish I could turn around to see him. I turned around a couple of times, and I just see tears down his oh. face, and he was just so and happy. Was night? Yeah. yeah, it was closing night. He was so happy yeah. and all that stuff, and I was like, I wish I could look at this whole entire thing, but I had to turn my back. Even just like hearing him from like backstage and everything, like you could, it was almost like the words literally just like punch you straight in the heart. It like it was. I know oh. the guy playing the announcer. He said he was like backstage, and like he could hear it, and he was like, "Wow, Ken's like really hammered <laughs> yeah. up tonight." And was it, the audience? They were crying too. A yeah. bad expect felt. They're like, "Oh my gosh, oh, you know over the headset." I I hear uh, I can't remember who it was, but I hear somebody go, "I'm crying now." Like, somebody's <laughs> crying in the audience. Like we could. He was like, "I I'm struggling not to cry right now." I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Uh, I might cry. That's, uh, that's anyway, so I don't know what we were talking about before, but sorry, I just wanted to bring but, that up. Yeah. Oh, auditions. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. just gonna say I did. I wasn't gonna audition, but I'm glad I did. Yes. Yay. That's uh, awesome. Well, 
you auditioned and you got yeah. what you deserved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone did amazing. By the way, I, I was going to say, uh, going adding on to your Ken is Santa Claus thing, I went up to him and I hugged him and he like hugged me back and I was just crying in his arms and he was like the most jolliest guy yeah. ever hugging me while I was crying. <laughs> I was like, I think you are Santa. He gave me a lot of candy canes. I loved that. He was like, take it, run. So many kids came up to him and got yeah. pictures with him. <laughs> So That's many, so, awesome. so many uh, people came up to me and got pictures of me. And this old, cu- this old couple was like, "You remind me of a friend from a long time ago. May we have a picture with you?" I was like, Aww. "Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Really, like, I in your position, like, I, I wouldn't know what to say. I didn't know what to say either. I was like, thank you. I was like, I was so happy, and I took a picture for them, and they, they, they were so happy to see me. I awesome. never met them. You know what? Let's let's go to auditions together and be in like the same group. <laughs> Hopefully, we can be in the same group. Or let's just because I think that's how it works. Mm. Like it goes like you know they like split auditions like bam yeah. bam yeah. bam. So let's just like go together and sign our names at the same time. Yeah, yeah. they usually split it like groups of five. Mm-hmm. Okay, like um, name, name after name on the sheet. What's uh, what's the next topic? All right, the next topic is Christmas break plans. I'm going on a cruise to Mexico. Ah, gosh, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what happened? I'm gonna meet, I don't know, Zach and Cody. Did you on dislocate the deck or your wrist or something? <laughs> Michaela did in closing night. She calmly she lo- she calmly sits down right next to me, looks at me, and she says, Michael, I dislocated my wrist. And I was yeah. panicking. And I was like, <laughs> We're in front of an audience right now. I don't know what to do. During <laughs> intermission, she came up to me and she was like, My wrist hurts so bad. I looked at it, it was swollen. Like, like it was big. And when she came off stage, she was like in tears. I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. I'm not equipped for this. But, it scared me so much. Yeah, bad. but like every, the audience was like, Oh my gosh, you're flitting with that girl. And the last act, I was like, Well, you see, I was panicking. <laughs> <laughs> Played it off as flirting, apparently. Wait, what? Closing night. Oh no! So not everything went to plan. It was like the beginning of Act Two. She sits right there. She's like, Michael, I dislocated my wrist. It was just like, oh no. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Let's continue on. Well, so I'm going on a cruise for Christmas. Blah 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 blah. Anyway. How many weeks? How many weeks? I don't know. Um, (laughs) Boston. I'm sleeping. Just sleeping. Yeah. Okay, groundhog. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I'm going home. I'm going home. I'm gonna s- hopefully sleep in uh, some uh, as many days as I can. In a bunker. Uh, I, I live in the basement, so not live. I sleep my bedroom in the basement, so might as well. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go home and chillin' with my family and have a nice. good Christmas. All right. Oh, very nice. What about you, Drew? I am returning home, hanging with my friends. Gonna watch the new Star Wars movie. And nice. yeah, just have as much fun as oh. I can with my family. Yeah, cats is gonna be in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and KT, what oh about you? Um, well, the first week I'm gonna spend it at my sister's house and help her watch my niece and stuff like that while her husband's gone. And I'm really excited for that because my niece is like my pride and joy. And then I'm spending the rest of it at home, just chilling with my family, I guess. <laughs> Guys, come on the boat with me. Let's let's party on cruise. <laughs> I'm on a boat. Hey, <laughs> you can watch uh, my stepbrother get drunk. Hours. Lonely but the thing is, we can't because all the tickets are gone. <laughs> and I already have plans. What was that? <laughs> yeah. He's coming to town. Every time I read your lines, I could not do the laugh. Like, I just really? stayed silent. I was like, I'm not going to even attempt. I'm like, no. Only, I only bar- Boston can do it. I could barely do the laugh. <laughs> you know, every, like, every well, time actually, when. No, I kind of believed it. Every time when Santa bopped you on the head, 
You know what I did? He always walked off stage and I'm sitting down in the chair. I'm like, I look off stage just to look at him. Like I'm super shocked that he did that. Yeah. And then when I go up to the mic, I like stand up and I like keep on staring over at the, keep on staring over off stage. Like, is he coming back? Like, <laughs> like why, why did he do that? <laughs> okay. You got up to do a visual demonstration as an audio s- podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the difference between opening night and Friday night was that there is a, uh, there was a mistiming on the Foley on opening night, but then on Friday night, like, it was perfect, pitch perfect. And there wasn't a, a scene skipped. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Night, so that yeah. Was nice. Or, or like, like that, or that, over the time... that you just hear like everybody screaming, like "Go back to the scene, go back to the scene." Like, they skipped the scene. You can't just do that. Um, anyway. yeah. <laughs> you can't just recover from that. <laughs> I'm going to rub it in forever. It goes to the Charlie and the judge scene, and right after that, <laughs> later that we were, night. we were going back. No, we weren't. We were just going that, actually, that actually reminds me, um, like, for a musical that we did in uh, in my sophomore year of high school, we did High School Musical, and, like, for closing night, our final number, Uh-oh. we saw the tech crew. In the back, just like partying with that disco ball in their room. That's what they did you every party. single. That's what they did every single yeah. night when Jerry we Dallas sang. Dance yeah. they did the dance, and Noah's just dabbing right there. The only but the thing is, is they're they like dancing while the, while the final number was going on. I just couldn't contain myself. But just imagine if we went back to the Charlie scene though, and just the announcer later, Doris and Susan look through the newspaper to find hope, and it's just you guys. Yeah, no, I. I was like, maybe we're gonna go back. So I went and I, I unpinned the Charlie, I unpinned the Charlie thing, and then he was like, Doris and Susan read the newspaper. I'm like, pit it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like everyone, we, we would like sing to each other over the headset, but, but like me and Shelby had to be really quiet because we're right there. But you would just hear like a Jacob or something start singing like Wendy's song, like that. I believe in you too. Like oh. It was the funniest thing. I'm not proud that a scene was skipped, and it's. Okay. it's you covered it. Hey, yeah. you know, you guys, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's not like professional. I think we did cover it well. Yes. But I mean, like, I want to acknowledge that, the, that it's not something I'm proud of. That's the point of college to get yes. better. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, you know what Katie did though? Backstage, she kept on filming herself <laughs> lip syncing to my songs. It's because they're uh, my favorite. Yes, yes, yes. Like, oh my, I like the. What is it? Don't let us down. Don't that song was my favorite. Everyone likes. And, and Shelby and I would literally just look, like we can't sing Honestly, like out loud. Right? I think like, that's the favorite. It's Christmas other, like, and I'm singing. I think that's the favorite. I think that's my favorite song I've ever performed on stage. Yeah. Like, I love it. <laughs> Fred, what are you doing? It's, a bomb. it's Christmas. I'm singing. I think this episode. <laughs> that's what Shelby. I'm pretty sure are. you got a laugh almost every night. <laughs> yes. This episode has been more us talking about the show than our actual <laughs> topics we discussed. It's not a bad thing. I love talking. about Okay, you know what was my favorite thing that I noticed that wasn't part of the play that was a bit of a mess up when when someone like accidentally hit the microphone on opening night oh my gosh oh yes I remember covered that super oh, well yeah. I was so what stressed the mic was was he hit the up. mic and we're like oh geez. so what happened was I think someone bumped into the mic mm-hmm. like I, it flew, flew, it flew off oh, I heard that. and it just bounced on stage I mean up it to was the, like right at the edge it was at the edge and Salem just looks at us goes up to the mic picks it up and puts it back yeah, on the stage and then he just looks at it well, I'm glad he did because if we just let it sit there, like oh, it'd make the show look even more it. bad. Yeah, well, you know, uh, they tell you an actor do what you do what you do, don't do what you wouldn't do. If you would go and pick up the mic, then go and pick up the mic. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. just ignore it. 
Like, if something's wrong with a door, you don't just act like the door's perfectly fine. You <laughs> Something's wrong with the door. <laughs> but it looked scripted, though. Like, from... From like what Salem did. Shout right. out to Salem. You're a freaking yeah. great actor, man. All right, so we have five more minutes left on All this right. podcast. Our last so we topic. Have... Yes, sir. Last topic. Okay. Our last topic is what waiters think about thespians coming in their restaurants oh, after gosh. a performance. A common high school thing. So you see, here's the thing. Um, me covered in green going to a Denny's. Imagine that. <laughs> you don't wash off your makeup. I don't know when. <laughs> there was one time I went in as a ghost because I could not get it off because it was like a frozen ghost thing. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I think it was on a Saturday, but I knew I had like green on me, but not like a lot. I had green behind my ears and such. But Christian, he was he, he was like he was stressing out kinda for Shrek because he was trying to wash up all the wash up all the green because he was like. I think he had the last performance, so the cast party was right after that, and he was like mm-hmm. in the he was in the sh- shower that was never used for twenty years inside the twelve uh, high drama department's little dressing room, and he's just like, okay, guys, don't look at me, I, I I'm gonna get a towel. Um, he's just there trying to wash it all off. But that that that, that just imagine Denny's to just look at everyone green, huh? Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you a story from one of my experiences at Denny's after a performance. Um, it was in my junior year, and this waiter told, like, he knew we were theater people, and he told us to to um, tell him hit our orders in a British accent. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this guy actually, like, you know, knows like a social cue for us. <laughs> Do something. Ah. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, so I'd like a hamburger and French fries and a milkshake. Thank you. Okay, and Boston. I don't think I have any like opening night restaurant uh, stories or closing night or, or closing night stories. Not of any like waiters being like oh, they're weird. Or do you know any oh, stereotypes that you like to talk about? Um, I know theater kids are really really loud. Yes. It was especially really weird, but I was like, we all know that. <laughs> um, oh yeah, really loud. Well, I mean, we all know that they're loud too. But uh, I I've been in restaurants where we're just theater kids like at a competition or something. We go in and we're really loud and like. And it's not like any waiters have been like, oh, they're really loud. But it's just something we've noticed. We're like, dang, like, we project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's when they actually project. I remember one just swearing at us. What? <laughs> like, what? under breath. It made me so... Because we always went to IHOP, and there was this one newer... Like, and she went to our high school, too. And I... Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I wanted to punch her so bad. And then she would just, like, sit down and, like, complain to us and whatever. And I'm like, I'm sorry we're giving you money. Okay? But, like... Oh, uh, uh, nope, not getting better. I'm not better. Yeah, totally. All right. Cool. Okay, okay. That smile says everything. Yes. All right. So this has been our season finale. Um, thank you for uh, watching our play if you came. Um, and also, thank you for listening to these podcasts. We, yes, we appreciate it, guys. We, we appreciate you. Um, so for the final part of our season, my name is Michael Moya. My name is Drew Brown. I'm Boston Smith. I'm Katie Ray. (laughs) And this has been Act 4. And Merry Christmas, guys. And Merry Christmas. Hallelujah. God bless us, everyone. Okay, goodbye.